0: We all have a story. You, my friend listening, have a story. And today's guest has a story and a message you must hear. A story of devastating loss and renewed hope. Stay tuned to hear more. What superhero do you relate to most? I'm so curious. Why? Each of us has our own innate nuclear power. It's God-given. And yet we're all out here wondering... Searching, forgetting, and suppressing. I know I was. It's okay. No judgments here. But I am going to get real. As a life and career coach, it's kind of my job. And you chose the show, so no one is forcing you. But the force is real. And the question I really want to ask is, what's your superpower? I'm Sharon Davenport. I've been called a real-life Wonder Woman. This show is designed to activate you alongside other superheroes, It's time that you arise, put your cape on, and fly. Welcome, friends. So have you ever had it happen when you just meet someone and you know that you're going to be connected somehow, but you're not maybe sure exactly how in the moment and how that will all work out, or the things that you may have in common as well? Well, for me, that is the case with today's guest, Carrie Conley. Carrie's personal story is full of extraordinary success and devastating tragedy. She lost her husband and her son to suicide three years apart and was able to be strong for her daughter and to live her purpose that became her driving force. These are the experiences that bring power to her message and help others achieve what they never thought possible. Carrie found her passion and ability to help men and women create, develop, and execute a rock-solid, bigger-than-life vision that propels them to succeed in all areas of life, including self-love, financial prosperity, a healthy lifestyle, caring relationships, A Strong Family, Supreme Confidence, and Spiritual Connection. First off, I do want to give you guys a warning. We're talking about a sensitive subject today, and it may get a little intense, but thank you so much for joining us today, Carrie. We're so happy for you to be here.
1: Hey, Sharon. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, one thing that I absolutely love to ask all of our guests here is who is your favorite superhero and why?
1: You know, I knew you were going to ask me that question, and I have to honestly tell you, I don't really have one. Mm-hmm. I've never really been into the whole superhero thing, so I don't know much about it. Um, although I will tell you, my grandson right now is super into Spider-Man. So. <laughs> <laughs> sure, so, sure. But- He's my superhero. Let's put it. I'll, I'll say my grandson is my superhero. There wow.
0: you go. See, it's so fun asking that question because you never know what the response is going to be. Some superheroes may be modern day heroes. They right. may not be like the the superhero that you see like Marvel or DC. Right. So I love that.
1: Your grandson.
0: Yeah. He's awesome.
1: I have a lot of people that are mentors and guides to me that inspire me. A lot of them. Sure. Um. But yeah, I don't really half one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not it's a
1: boring like answer.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not right now. Your, your grandson can be your superhero and Thank it you. Keeps, you, keeps you going and probably brings lots of joy to your life as well. Yeah. So that one works. I like that answer. <laughs> Good. So, okay. Um kind of going along with that question. Next question I like to ask is what would you say is your superpower and how do you use it in your day to day?
1: I think my superpower, Sharon, is that I, I am really, really clear on my vision, mm-hmm. so clear that I know what I'm called to do is help people get clear on theirs. Mm-hmm. So I read a book a long time ago, very um, wonderful book called The Invisible Leader, mm-hmm. and got to meet the author, so inspired by him. And in the book, he has you fill in this, the one word to this question. And the question is, I exist too, mm-hmm. and then you fill in the blank, right? And it was very clear to me that my statement was, I exist to help people understand why they exist. Wow. That is what I feel. uh, And of course, I've done this for years now. So I'm very passionate about helping people create a really clear vision for their life.
0: I love it. I love it. And I've been able to connect with you and talk with you about some of those things. And I love you. You have an incredible process uh, with that, too. So. Uh, it's it's neat that you've taken what you've been through, what you've learned, and actually turned it around to be able to serve people in such a powerful way. Right. So, yeah. So you have a pretty incredible story of of loss and renewed hope, and I would love for you to just share with our friends listening a little bit about your story, and so they can they can be right there with you in that too.
1: <clears throat> well, as we shared in the beginning. Um, in the course of over the past, almost nine years now, um, our family of four, my husband and I, and I have a son, Cole, um, and then my daughter, Laurel, uh, lost my husband first in 2014 to suicide. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then three years later, lost my 25 year old son to suicide as well. So that's been, like I said, almost six years now since his passing. Um, so, so my daughter and I at that point decided to lock arms and co-authored a book called keep looking up in 2019 Mm. and started speaking together we were very public with our story so sometimes she and i speak together on podcasts like this sometimes on stages Mm. although uh as i've mentioned i have a crazy grandson so he is (laughs) he's gonna be three soon and she is very pregnant with grandson number boy uh, number two right now so so sometimes we speak together sometimes separately I now live near her in Oklahoma City, so that I can, you know, be close to my grandkids and um, still do the speaking and the coaching.
0: Love it, love it. So, um, you know, with the fact that you you've gone through so much with with losing your husband, then losing then you losing your son a few years later, and that's just, just devastating um, for so many people. That would wreck them. That would just just destroy them. And it would be hard to go on. And I mean, I know I lost my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, she Two weeks after her 51st birthday to a brain aneurysm, it was mm-hmm. sudden, it was unexpected. She was my best friend, the most important person in my life. And I was wrecked. Um, but what is something that has, has helped you to not give into depression or
1: negative a negative attitude with everything
0: that you've been through? Well,
1: number one is our faith. Uh, Laurel and I both believe and know that we will all be together. Mm-hmm. um forever and in paradise and so we really stay focused on knowing that this time here on Earth is just super short mm-hmm. anytime it gets a little overwhelming we remind ourselves of that and we talk a lot about that in our book keep looking up mm-hmm. hence the title so there's the faith aspect sure we also have each other in have literally you know one month after my son passed she got engaged wow. a year later she got married and mm-hmm. a year later, became pregnant with, with my grandson. So there's been a lot of joy mixed in with a lot of the grief that we've been through. Mm -hmm. Um, We both have sought out help outside help in different ways. My daughter loves counseling. So she's done a lot of that. Uh, Me, not so much. I've gone kicking and screaming into that. So (laughs) (laughs) I do a lot of reading Mm -hmm. and I'm in some organizations with other parents who have lost uh, their children, not, not just a suicide, but right. Uh, I know a lot of women who have lost their husbands, so we have kind of a little, little club—the club that nobody wants to be in, kind of thing.
0: Right, right.
1: So, a lot of support, and I love what I do. So, there's that.
0: Hundred percent. I love. I love how you, you know, your faith. I don't know how people do it without or the relationship with the higher power. Yes. I, I, I don't understand. Like that's the only thing that got me through the years. And, you know, my husband lost his dad, we lost a baby, like mm. all of the loss. Like, I, I don't, I honestly don't know how people <laughs> go
1: yeah, through it. I don't either. Um, they struggle mm-hmm. and I can tell by the depths of their struggling, mm. how much they are not connected mm. to that faith.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm sure in your, in every, in your speaking and everything you've done, um, I'm sure you come across people who are in all different areas of loss and of grieving and different stages of grieving. And, um, and so, yeah, you've see, definitely seen it firsthand and yeah. heard people's stories. So, yeah. um, that's incredible. And, um, yeah. Wow. And support. Holy cow. Um, I, I love how you kicking and screaming into counseling yet. <laughs> um, um, but that you have the group and the support group. And and, and that, yeah, when I lost, when I when we lost the baby, you know, it was like, that's another club that you never want to be involved in. But right. the, the women that came out of the woodwork, when that happened, it was yes. incredible. And then just the love and the outpouring and the support. And we're not meant to do this life alone, right?
1: Yes. Correct. And that's the same. Um, Unfortunately, I've been in that club, too, Sharon. So, so sorry. um, You know, it's just you just can't we can't isolate. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we live in a world right now that really supports that isolation. Right. Um, Way too much, you know, hiding behind the scenes, behind social media, behind Mm -hmm. Internet, um, you know, I think, especially since, you know, the past two years, COVID and everybody doing all the Zoom stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's become super comfortable for people to hide out. And that's just not a great thing, especially if you are already feeling down, struggling with depression or anxiety, uh, so easy to let that take over, right?
0: 100% 100%. And I know that there are a lot of groups out there. And um, we'll, we'll probably come back and talk about that as a possibility too. Um, you know, and it just sounds like, you know, your story is a story of, of courage, um, and how that you have, you know, come together to support your daughter to come together to seek outside help um, however that may look kicking and screaming or not. <laughs> and, um, and it, it's just beautiful that you have that relationship with your daughter and yeah. that you, you've you made it. Cause it sounds like you've really figured out, you know, what's really important in life and it's the relationships. Yes. Cause I know you've had success in, in different areas of your life as well. And, and, um, personally been able to experience like what really matters, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for over 30 years now, Sharon. And so, you know, when you leave a corporate structure mm-hmm. or, you know, a job where you, you know, clock in and clock out and there's other people around you all the time and you become an entrepreneur, it can be kind of lonely. Sure. You get it. And so when I decided to become an entrepreneur, when my kids were babies, I joined a company, number one, that had a lot of support, mm. so much love and support.
0: Mm.
1: So, and I tell people this all the time, you know, The hardest thing about life is being consistent
0: Mm.
1: in every area, right? Right. In our health life, our relationships and our careers and consistency is the key Mm. to being successful in any of those areas. And it's so easy to be inconsistent when you are doing things on your own because you don't have anybody holding you accountable. Mm. Truth. Unfortunately, we will let ourselves down all day long. Uh, and I just knew I, if, when I became an entrepreneur that I was going to need to be in a place where there was a community mm-hmm. of people that were going to remind me why I wasn't going to quit.
0: Whew. Yeah. Right. right.
1: Um, and then when I grew my speaking and coaching business uh, 10 years ago, I immediately sought out a coach and a community of people and a lot of networking. Sure. Because, you know, I needed to be around a lot of people that saw what I was doing, wanted to know more, held me accountable to my growth. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time when I talk about the importance of having a written clear vision mm-hmm. is with, when you don't have that vision, sharing of something you want like air to breathe, mm-hmm. it's so easy to quit when the days get hard. Right. Especially when you deal with something traumatic, like I have. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been always in, in a community. I've always had a coach. And I've always had a vision bigger than whatever I was dealing with at the moment.
0: That's so key right there, Carrie. I mean, seriously, is, is, you know, actually it was interesting recently. I was talking with somebody who actually deals with people struggling with depression and that is a very serious piece. And they said, you know, when struggling with that, as hard as it is, if you can turn and start serving others in a, in a, beautiful way, like just start serving, you, it actually can shift that depression piece. Yes. And so, go ahead.
1: Well, yes, absolutely. You know, the reason that I do what I do every day is because what I'm doing is helping other people latch on to their hope and their vision. Right. right. And so that's bigger than me yes. it's bigger than how I feel every day. If I don't feel like doing it, I still have to show up and do it because people are counting on me, especially if I'm coaching them. Right. Right.
0: So it's, it's so true. And, you know, honestly, like I've definitely dealt with not to the extreme, but a little bit of depression as well. And it's like, when I start it's, it's I was like, huh? Yeah, actually that's been definite and apparent in my life, but in talking to an expert around it too. And they said, if the person can pull them and shift, so that's, um, that's beautiful. And that's exactly what you're doing. So, um, and serving others. And it's, it's not about us, right? Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: and on my age, you know, it's not about uh, making money. It's mm-hmm. not about recognition. It's really more about the legacy that I want to leave. Yeah. So, you know, that's forefront for me, the older 100%. I get.
0: hundred <laughs> percent. And that's true. How many of us think about as as when we're younger, how many of us think about our legacy? How many of us like say, okay, what am I? What am I? What I do now will actually um, lend to where what my legacy will be. And I think you know, so it's good to have that as a thought. It's good to to map it out, per se, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and what we want to leave. And uh, I know my mother left quite a legacy, and and not just my life, but in other people's lives as well. That's so. Awesome that a hundred percent, hundred percent. So I'm curious to hear from you, you know, what is something that you would share with someone who has recently been through a devastating loss or mm. a huge unexpected life
1: shift? Because it may not just be loss. It may be a huge shift of some sort. Mm. This is the whole purpose of our keep looking up book. So <clears throat> we wrote that book, not so much to share our story, but we wrote 11 chapters of what we learned through this journey. Wow in hopes to help other people with whatever adversity you're going through. Mm. So I'll just talk about a couple of them. Number one, we wrote a chapter called uh, Find Your Super Safe People. Mm. Uh, What we learned the first time when we lost my husband is that so many people wanted to be around us all the time. And it was draining energetically. Sure. Um, Literally at the memorial service, Laurel just, had kind of like almost an anxiety attack and had to like hide out in the bathroom for a while. So, wow. Um, so we learned with that. We learned that emotionally, when you are going through something that you are trying to hold on to your own emotion, mm-hmm. being super careful who you allow around you. That's good because so many people want to be with you and need your energy for how they're feeling, right? And they don't do it intentionally. It's just right. It's, yeah. Um, so with that, they also want to be around you, Sharon, to give to you what they would want if they were going through that adversity. So for example, uh, a lot of people want to come and hug, hug on you and, you know, just, just be super close to you and, you know, and not everybody's a huggy type of person. Right. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> um, boundaries. Boundaries, so we had, to, so we learned with. So through my husband's memorial, mm. huge memorial, lots of people. The second time around, we tapered that way back. Sure. Um, and the only people we allowed in the house were the, the ones that we knew were going to match our energy. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one thing. The other thing that we teach people is to um, make sure that you uh, take care of yourself mm-hmm. in the midst of everything else. Yeah. It's crucial. However that feels for you, group counseling, one-on-one counseling. For me, it was a lot of quiet time. Mm -hmm. So I needed a lot of that. And I had to back out a lot of the social things that I was involved in. Yeah. I just think overall, uh, I think the last chapter, one of the last chapters we wrote was to give people a lot of grace and mercy. Mm -hmm. Because when you're going through some sort of adversity, sometimes the very people that you would love to have their support. Mm-hmm. aren't there sure and to not get upset by that mm-hmm. uh, especially in our circumstance with suicide a lot of people just did not know uh, uh, how, to, how to talk to us, sure. us you know so they just didn't mm-hmm. they kind of disappeared Wow and as hurtful as that was, we just finally had to come to the fact that they just it is what it is they just don't know what they don't know.
0: Right. Wow. Wow. That's something that, that would be interesting, you know, Man, and it, that's good for our listeners that, that maybe have not experienced um, major loss, but have people, I mean, we all know somebody who's gone through loss or a huge right. shift. And just to be aware of, hey, what do you need in this moment? And sometimes people, the answer is, I don't, I don't even know what I need, right? Right. But just to do the things, to just yeah. bring the food, to just act. Don't ask, just act.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to put one little caveat in with that. Sure this goes back to how people want to help in the way that they would want help. Right. Sure. So I told people, please don't bring me the food.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Sure. Cause that's the first thing everybody wants to do. Right. <laughs> so all of a sudden what happens is you've got all this food. You got to take care of it. And now, yes. Yeah, so I, and God bless them. Some <laughs> of them just couldn't help themselves, Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's mirroring. So one of the best questions we got asked Uh, My daughter and I went to an event just a couple of weeks after my husband passed Mm. with a lot of female friends that had known us forever. And one of them came out and said, you're going to have to coach me on how I can help you Exactly. I have no idea how to, how to best support you. And I thought that was such a brilliant question, Yes. right? You're going to have to coach me on how I can help you. And I thought, thank you. Right. Yes. so, and we told her, I so right now, we just need a lot of space and just a lot of prayer. And, you know, when we need something, we'll thank you for asking. We'll let you know. But it's just so hard, like so hard to not bring the food. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it whatever is. it is that they want to do for you. But, right. Yeah. Right. And
0: um, I actually had, you know, during my, my mom's funeral, I actually had some a couple of people come up again. Is it okay to hug you? Yeah. You know, like asking, is it, is it okay? Like, can I have your permission if yes. this is okay? Yeah. And, and then it was, was whispering in my ear, I'm just so sorry. Not, not telling me that things were going to be okay, or, you know, she's in a better place or any of those things. Cause at that moment you are grieving. I was grieving. And, and as much as I know, I'm going to see my mother again, much as I know I'm going to see my father-in-law and my baby again, like the people who just said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. that meant more to me. Now, maybe somebody else may not, but that was so what I needed the most. Mm-hmm. And now I, I literally, because that meant so much to me, I mean, yes, that's the way I responded to it, obviously, mm-hmm. but, but I will tell people I'm just so sorry. Yeah. And uh, yep. Yeah. I, I don't bring food very often. I might buy them a gift card. Yes.
1: I <laughs> will well, tell you. So when my son passed, um, he worked for a large news station in Arizona, mm. and the entire staff—well, not entire staff, but like two of the news anchors, the the head of uh, human resources—they all came to the house one day. One uh, did, you know, tell us how deeply sorry they were. Sure, sure. And two, they gave us like five hundred dollars worth of food food gift cards. Yeah. And it was so great because I had a house full of um, people, a house full of people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so instead of us having all this food showing up that we had to dispose of, we could just pick a card that night and go, okay, we, what do we want? what are we ordering? A hundred percent.
0: So I, there you go, guys, friends listening, you know, yeah. the, gift that's card. gift yeah. cards. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. So, um, thank that that's fantastic. That's a little, little nugget right there yep. <laughs> for sure. So, well, f- for our friends listening that, that personally know someone who's struggling with loss and trauma, I think we've already kind of, kind of touched on this with gift cards and, um, but what resources would you recommend to them? Mm-hmm. That's another piece.
1: Well, there's so many books and, you know, um, podcasts and so things that you can listen to and read. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just important that you just Google the situation that you're trying to help your friend with. Sure. uh, Because trying to help somebody like me that's uh, going through suicide survival is going to be totally different than somebody who's had a miscarriage or, you know, all, all that. So I think it's important just to educate yourself on what's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and if there are support groups, but I think the big thing is most of all, Sharon is just mirroring the type of help that your friend really needs and wants. Mm -hmm. Like they'll, they'll show you what they really are needing and wanting and what they don't want. If you're really paying attention and mirror that with them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like our super safe people just learned, they learned what to do and what not to do based on how our emotions were and what we needed.
0: Mm -hmm. That's really good. Yeah. mirroring is, is that's paying attention. That's stopping long enough
1: mm-hmm. to
0: actually watch, to listen. Right. Um, truly with open ears and an open heart. Right. And, and give grace in that, those situations too, with the, the people and not take something that somebody who's grieving says personally or to heart right. because, um, never know what's going to happen. But no, that's good. I love that.
1: And there's support groups now for just about everything too. Um, One of the resources that I have started recommending that I found last year is a huge organization called uh, Helping Parents Heal. Mm -hmm. Uh, The founder is based out of Arizona. Mm -hmm. I went to one of their conferences last August and there was 900 of us there. Wow. And she had thousands of people across the globe that were live streaming the whole thing. So you literally can, in this world, you can find any kind of resource and help you need that is very specific to the person and what they want. That's good. That's yeah. good. Awesome. Well, f- well, thank you for sharing
0: that. And I just go back to that, the person who came up and said, you know, um, you're going to have to coach me <laughs> on how how I can help you. And <laughs> that's, yeah. that's so good. I uh, definitely wrote that one down.
1: <laughs> yes. I need to let her know I've said that to about hundred people now.
0: Yes, you should. Cause, cause that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, and more now the, all of the, our friends listening too. you know, that's good, good yeah. coaching there. So for sure. So, so just curious here, as we, as we wrap things up, as we round the corner home here for today, um, you know, on a
1: personal note, what gives you hope
0: every day?
1: Uh, well, first my faith, the first mm-hmm. thing of the day. Mm-hmm. Secondly, is knowing that I have people around me who believe in what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important for everybody to have because we all get discouraged, we all deal with doubt and sure. fear, and life just getting in the way. Yeah, and I am just super blessed that I have some people in my life that just um, believe in me three thousand percent.
0: Mm. And Mm -hmm.
1: I think that is really important. I literally had a voice mail Mm -hmm. on my phone for years from this one woman in particular that when I was climbing up the ranks of my first business, Sharon, Mm -hmm. that left the most encouraging, inspiring. I believe in you. You are this. You are that. You know, all the affirmations of who I was. I kept it for years just to listen to it. That's awesome. I think. And I think that's where we need to be the hope for each other. Yes. Right. Yes. We need to leave those
0: voicemails for other people. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Because we never know what day they're having or what they may be contemplating and or what their struggles are or how right. they're going to hold on to it for years like you have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, that, that can be a, a goal to do, you know, a couple of days a week is to send a just a, a voicemail.
1: Um, yeah, one of my mentors, um, brilliant woman you probably know, Sharon Rita Davenport. Um, Rita has a personal goal every day to reach out to just three people, mm, all three yeah. people. Whoever pops into her mind gets a phone call from her. That's great, and it's awesome. That is really
0: awesome, and yeah. that's just it, too. We don't under like. God puts people on our hearts and on our minds sometimes. I mean, it's it's not by chance. If somebody comes into your thinking when you're doing something, send them a message, voicemail, call them because there's usually always a reason. Right. I'm glad. So glad you said that because that is so true. We we have to listen, especially if we're being in tune with the Holy Spirit and, and truly, and we ask the Holy Spirit to work in our lives daily. That is one way that the Holy Spirit moves is by putting people on our hearts and our, our, So so, so true. Love it. Love it. Well, Carrie, you are amazing. Um, I just want to say real quickly here, um, friends, this is, this is important. You know, if you or somebody that you know is contemplating suicide, please, please reach out and get help. I know I looked this up ahead of time. You can actually call or text 9, 988. Anytime for support. Um, I know I'm glad that I know that I know that we've brought attention to it some on like different Facebook groups. And um, I know people have put that out there, but you guys, it's super simple. You can call or text 988 for support. So Carrie, again, thank you so much for sharing your inspiring story. Um, you have come through loss victoriously. And speaking of which, you can check out um, Carrie's Vision to Vic- Vision is Victory course and follow Carrie on Instagram. She she has an incredible podcast as well. She interviews some world changers, and um, and then also definitely look up her book um, Looking Up and by Carrie Conley. Is that on Amazon? Yes, it's keep looking up and it is on Amazon.
1: Um, it's also on Audible. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Did you read it on Audible? I'm sorry. Did you read it for Audible? Yes. Awesome. I did both. Yes. Oh, that's so fun. Good for yeah. you. Yes. Very, very fun. fun.
0: Well, thanks again for joining us today, my friends, and we'll be back for our next amazing modern su- modern day superhero in approximately two weeks or so. And thank you again, Carrie. And until then, and as always, go use your unique superpower to change someone's life today. All right, bye for now. Thanks, Sharon.